Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Metal Pod, the premiere, the one and only heavy metal podcast on Impact 89FM. My name is George. Uh, I'm the visual media director at Impact 89FM. I'm an English and film production major. Um, welcome. Yeah, I'm uh, Brendan Flum. I've been a DJ at the Impact for three years and I'm the current air staff coach. I'm a senior studying media and information with minor film studies film nerds yep. i'm uh i'm actually a junior did i say that already i'm a junior no but it doesn't matter okay um good. so yeah this is the first this is the pilot episode obviously um we're doing this in my apartment bedroom and it's it's it, unless you can't tell it is quite cramped um so bear with us uh as we kind of shift around and um get our bearings and figure out the setup um yeah we got lights and shit everywhere so we're working with what we got. We're working with what we got, and we have a lot, so you should enjoy. Indeed. So yeah, for this week, I got on my classic uh, metalhead guy flannel with patches uh, battle jacket. It's not denim because I wanted to have a denim battle jacket. You know, when you go to concerts and see like the oh, big, yeah. like the sweatiest dudes have like the most patches yeah. on their on their uh, the king battle of, jackets. King of the pit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I didn't want to do the the denim because everyone had it, so I just put it on a flannel. Uh, we'll go from the top down. I don't know if you can see that. Oh, that's death. Uh, the patch. So, <laughs> yeah, so that's that's what I got on today. What do you have on? I'm rocking my Power Trip shirt in uh, memory of Riley Gale. Rest in peace. Yes, rest in peace indeed. He passed yeah. away about a month ago. Um, we, we can get into that when we do the, yeah. the news segment. We, um, we can wait, yeah. Yeah, we, we can wait. Uh, and then, yeah, we'll move right into our first, uh, our first segment for this episode. Um, this week it'll be... Uh, uh, you know, our backgrounds and uh, in introducing ourselves so you guys can get to know us and, you know, where we come from. So uh, I'll, I'll start with you, Brendan. Uh, how did you get into metal? That's a, that's a great question. Um, I guess best place to start any store is to start. Uh, my parents raised me on music from a very young age. Cool. Uh, but I, I got to credit my grandma, actually, for really? getting me. Yeah, because I was at her house when I was maybe about eight. Um and she being my grandma, spoiled me pretty hard, let me watch whatever I want uh, on the TV. And I one day came across the, the now-canceled A&E reality show, Gene Simmons Family Jewels, wow. featuring a Kiss bass player and singer Gene Simmons. Very cool. So I was like, oh, this is, this is interesting. Uh, then I went home, and uh, the only uh, album of Kiss that my parents had was Destroyer. Okay. That classic shot of Kiss, you know, with the four of them, uh, with the, like, destroyed town right behind them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the first song in that album is uh, Detroit Rock City. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, I'm from, I'm from uh, suburban Detroit, so that was pretty sweet. Um, right. So you're a Kiss fan? I was. Uh, not not <laughs> as much anymore. Uh, okay. Well, one, one's a cat, one's a spaceman. Yeah. One could be a dog. Yeah. No, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Gene, Gene is the demon. Right. Which he, he was my favorite as a kid. Uh, Paul okay. Paul's a sp uh, the star man. Sure. A dog. Ace, Ace is the the spaceman. Okay. And then Peter is the cat. The cat. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, my my mom's brother, my uncle Jack, he was also a huge Kiss fan, so he kind of helped out with that. Um, well, seeing Kiss as a as a young kid with with my dad and my uncle still an all time favorite concert experience. Great memories. Uh, yeah, as a kid, I mean. Like I said, now not so much a Kiss fan, but as a kid, they were a big part of my getting into heavier music. And 
it just got more progressively heavy. Um, right, as I'm, it should. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Another kind of funny thing, uh, other than Gene Simmons, uh, I don't know if you've seen Shrek the Third, but... Uh, I have. Okay, uh, do you remember the part where Snow White, like, assembles all the animals? And, yes. And attacks? And, yeah. And sings Immigrant Song? By, yes, by yes. I yeah. was like, I need, I need to know what that song is. And, <laughs> they, uh, they took Immigrant... Wait, yeah, they took Immigrant Song into an Avengers movie, too. Yeah, took a battle uh, Ragnarok. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. that was also dope. Right. But, it's a common... It's a, it's a common trope for that song to be, like, a sure. sort of, like, a... But yeah, it's obviously it's a great song. Right, right, right. It, it is. gets you going. So, hearing that song in that movie, I again go to my my parents had a giant CD collection, which is another oh, cool. way I got into stuff. Uh, just a giant cabinet full of of shit, and uh, they had every Zeppelin album except for the one that Immigrant Song is on, which is uh, f- four. Immigrant songs on three. Okay. Four is like the classic. Okay. They're Stairway all, to Heaven. They're all the same. Yeah, but it. I listened to every album trying to find that song. Ah. So I was. You could have just used Google. I could have, but me being <laughs> the nine-year-old I was, I was. I understand. And being so new, like so new to, to music, I was like. Right. I didn't know anybody. Well, yeah, it was a good way to get through the through Zeppelin's discography then. Yeah, exactly. So. They, they were one of the first. I mean, Kiss, of course, but Zeppelin, and then uh, yeah. after that, uh, I don't know if you ever heard this song called I Am Santa Claus by com- <laughs> comedian Bob Rivers. He's uh, oh, he's good? big in the 90s, I guess. It's, I mean... I Am Santa Claus? I Am Santa Claus. It's like, it's not I Am Iron Man. Okay. It's to the tune of Iron Man. Oh, okay, cool. But he's just singing about Santa Claus, and I Did, heard that when I was really young as well. I never believed in Santa Claus my entire really? life. How metal is that? That is pretty metal. Did you believe in Santa Claus? Yeah, I did. And I heard that song for the first time when I still believed in him, so I was like, that's <laughs> that's sick. And the same thing with Zeppelin. I was like, I need to find out what that actual song is, like with my right. parents' help, of course. Uh, they had all the Sabbath CDs. Uh, Paranoid is the album mm. that Iron Man is on, of course, which is... Obviously, one of, if not the greatest metal album of all time. Right. Obviously, we'll get into some of that stuff later. We but, will. Uh, um, so, yeah, my parents were definitely my biggest uh, influence of getting into metal. But uh, my my dad is definitely the biggest influence. Uh, right. He got me into more of the basics that I've already mentioned. And mm-hmm. I kind of got into my own things as, as I you, got and, older. And you influenced him as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, of course. I mean, I've been to a couple concerts with Brendan and his dad, um, yeah. and we'll we'll get into all that too. Um, so yeah, obviously, I mean, your his music t- uh, taste influenced you, and then you got older, and then you influenced him as well, and you guys exactly. do a lot of the same stuff. Now. Yeah, and I think you might have met uh, our family friend Curtis at uh, Not Fest. Yes, that didn't get canceled. Right. Uh, he's a close family friend that uh, I've been going to concerts with him as long as I can remember. So was that the guy with the dime bag pants on? Yeah. The, okay. <laughs> he's got Pantera tattoos all yeah, up and down. Yeah. So, yep. And you obviously know I love Pantera, so he's a big influence on why I like Pantera so much. But right. uh, he's really into the heavy stuff, so that's where I get a lot of that from. And he's mm-hmm. like my most frequent concert-going buddy, other than my dad. So, right. Yeah, that's how. That's the basis of like how I got into metal. How about you, though? Cool. Uh, yeah, so I listened to strictly hip-hop r&b and rap until i was about 16 years old so i was one of those guys yikes (laughs) 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 we're gonna get into it oh yeah we are so you know i like hip-hop yeah 
You do. You don't like Lil Pump, though. So are you No really one cultured? should like Lil no, Pump because he sucks. No, I agree with you 100%. So, yeah, I'll say that right Gucci now. Gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I, I grew up on rap and hip-hop. The classic shit, like West yes. Coast, gangster rap. Um, yeah, the good all stuff. The, all the good stuff. Um, that was mostly for my brother. Um, yeah, mostly my brother uh, influenced uh, my music taste growing up. And then I'm going to go on my personal doc here. Uh, the first time I got into metal, I was... 15 or 16 years old like i just turned 16 from my friend jake and he was the metal guy he was the guy he smoked a lot of weed um as the curtis so we've got a similar yeah there. yeah there yeah. you go so he you know when when people get into metal it's like similar to what you said you know they'll start on like the classic rock um kind of stuff and then they'll, like when they're kids and they'll move up and it gets heavier and progressively heavier mm-hmm. my friend jake it was like the first few, I, like the first memorable memorable metal songs I listened to when I was an adult, uh, an adolescent, a uh, young adult, and that I remember liking were like Corn, Slipknot, yeah. Suicidal Tendencies. Okay. Uh, like literally like the heaviest that you could probably get in mainstream metal. And I was at first I was like, okay, this is pretty cool, but like, what the hell am I listening to? Like, yeah. I'm kind of like this is a little bit scary, but I kind of yeah. like it. Dude, you had no segue. Like- no, no, not really. Another thing, my mom raised me on, like, the hair band, so I kind of had right. that, like, poppy rock sort of metal, and then I got into the heavy stuff, but you just went right straight into, into it. it, which is yeah, pretty awesome. And like I said, it was around the time when I was, like, 15, 16, I was starting to, you know, get more rebellious, quote-unquote, yeah. at home uh, and at teen school. Angst. Yeah, teen, yeah, I was getting really angsty. Um, teen spirit. There you go. <laughs> Smells like it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I told, like, my friend Jake, I got into corn and all that stuff, and the first metal album that I listened to all the way through was Kill Em All by Metallica. Hell yeah, What's dude. a better way to get into metal, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Metallica was, like, my favorite band for a really long time, and they'll always have a special place in my heart. I mean, oh, yeah. Metallica. Yeah. Um, and then that's after that, I kind of I, I, uh, went on my own, and I found uh, bands that I liked that, you know, my friend didn't show me. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't play that much Pantera. He liked Pantera. I kind of discovered them um, on my own. Okay. Um, and then ever since, yeah, it's just been heavier it's been in search of heavier and heavier music yes all about the riffs yeah it is gotta find those riffs um okay uh, i think we can move on into the next segment uh what do you like about metal what do i like about metal what's not to like i mean i i guess my favorite part is to put it simply it's always there for me um, i had that's one of my uh, my things as well yeah i mean exactly that's that's the point though like you could be having the worst day of your life Every other human being that you come into interaction with can be a f***ing asshole. They yep. just let you down. Terrible day. You mm-hmm. just go and listen to some metal. It's a good day. It is. That's the best part it's for very sure. cathartic. Yeah, exactly. It's a form of therapy, too. Mm-hmm. I mean... You get to relate with people that feel the same way you do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And going along with that, it's... it's I've never seen in any other form of music the sense of community. Yeah. Going to concerts and stuff, as you know, like... There's not many of us. <laughs> I mean, there's there's many of there's us. many of us, but we're spread out. Yeah, and like, metal is is that music for the freaks, the kids who don't fit in, kind of thing. It is. And, and going to a concert, it's like we're all there together. Right. And we all get it, and that's it's second to none. Like you mm-hmm. can't find that anywhere else. It, yeah, and uh, I'll talk about the concerts for a second too. They're they are the most high energy concerts yeah. in any music genre, more than EDM, more than rock, more than freaking jazz. Because, you know, it's... <laughs> freaking jazz. Freaking jazz. I mean, like, 
I go to an EDM show and you know people people headbang a little bit. People headbang a yeah, lot. They headbang, but they mosh a little. You're bit. You're not going to get hurt at an EDM no, show. No, no. You, you go to a metal show and you re- like you might get injured. Yeah. And that's what we love about it. Exactly. And, um, it's not a good you, show unless you leave with a couple bruises. Right? <laughs> there you go. I mean, but you know, the, it, but it's it's awesome because you go to a metal show and there's like a huge circle pit, right? Yeah. The second someone falls down, everyone reaches to grab yep, them and put them right up. Back up. The first time I, I I didn't know what mosh pits were either until I went to my first metal show. Really? Yeah, no, I didn't know wow. that was a thing. And I was like, holy shit, this is so fun. Yeah. Like, you can't fall down. You're like a pinball. <laughs> yeah. And you just get you get knocked around and you don't get stepped on. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go into what my list is here. My first mm-hmm. point here is it kicks ass. Uh, high energy. It's like coffee in the morning. The first thing I listen to is the heaviest thing I listen to usually. Because um, it, you know, it's like coffee to me. It gets Wakes me up. up. Yep. It's adrenaline. Yep. Uh, it's always there for you. It's gotten me through many hard times. Um, of course. When you're down bad, uh, yeah, metal's always there for you. If I could sum up metal in one lyric, sure. Um, it's from the godfather of metal himself, Ozzy Osbourne, and his uh, his best years with uh, guitar phenom Randy Rhodes, who I'm definitely gonna talk about a lot more in future episodes, probably. Mm-hmm. But uh, from it, from his song uh, "You Can't Kill Rock and Roll," the chorus goes, "Leave me alone." Don't want your promises no more, because rock and roll is my religion and my law. Won't ever change. May think it's strange. You can't kill rock and roll. It's here to stay. And that's that's it right there. I mean, that's why people think it's strange, obviously. But um, it is it is my religion and my law. Like mm-hmm. I I don't know where I would be without agreed without this stuff. Uh, there's this guy, this author named David Foster Wallace, and he said everyone worships, um, you know, everyone either worships a religion, uh, material things, um, even if they say they don't, they do, and mm-hmm. I, I, that's definitely how I feel about metal. It's 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 a religious feeling. It's a religious um... concert is church. Going yeah. to a concert is <laughs> it's worship, dude. Like it's, it it's, is. I don't I don't I wouldn't I don't want to say it's. A religion to me, no, but yeah. it's a it's a spiritual experience, yes. and it's a part of your identity, For or sure. it's part of my identity. Um, Definitely, yeah. And going off of that song in particular, I mean, I think really great music can stand the test of time, right? And be timeless. That that lyric I just read is forty years old. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if you're considering metal start in the seventies, that's that's a really long time. Yeah, and that that shit still sounds good, you know. Right, like, and it's still relevant. Exactly, it's still influential. Yeah, and another thing I like about it's about metal is it's so not so it's it's like mainstream and underground at the same time. Yeah, and like you can see it in the mainstream too, not yeah. just the pure metal, but the influences of metal. Yeah, the for aesthetic, sure. the definitely the aesthetic uh, more now the, than ever. The darkness, like the the imagery. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is obviously another thing I know you and I both like about it. Um, right. The sound is unlike any other. It's it's just dark and. It's the angriest music on the planet. Yeah, for sure. But it's like it's like positive angry. Yeah, it's cathartic. Like I yeah. said before, it's uh, it's you know, it's taking it's not taking anger out on yourself, which is you know what is common. It's releasing it. Another thing I guess is the metal is so diverse and inclusive and accepting. You can be any color, any gender. It doesn't matter. Like mm-hmm. It's worldwide. Yeah. And if you're a metal fan, you're a metal fan. Right. And if you're at a concert with someone who's not like you, but they are like you, you know, because right. that, that, they're that's, a metal fan. 
that's why I said it's a small community. That's what I meant. It's you can go anywhere in the world, and if you meet another metalhead, you know you connect instantly. Yeah. You know it's small in that sense. It's small in that yeah. sense, yeah. But there's so many. It's I mean, very it's niche, I would say. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you said, like Scandinavia, there's every country has a great metal band that I love, and I yeah yeah that's just awesome to me because mm-hmm. it's it's different. It sounds di- diverse. Obviously, I mean, it's it's great and. Yeah. Getting that diversity, it's uh, you get everyone's stories, mm-hmm. and metal is a great form of storytelling. Obviously, it is. Every song tells a different story, different history lesson. Like there's there's history in metal, you know, like yeah. Iron Maiden talking about like uh, being English invaders, all this stuff, like all this crazy shit that happened yeah. way back in the day. Yeah. So it's there's just so much to offer, like band tees. Uh, the the look of the band all of it just goes into one and the shows are also very visually uh visually interesting yeah the imagery is dark and moody and yeah. it's uh you can do a lot with it i feel like yeah and i mean like like we also said like it's an art form yeah like i don't i don't give a f- about fine art like give me this kind of art you know like, well, this is fine art to oh me. it's fine art for sure but <laughs> hey, not, I, not I, to I, some people but that's i art. like fine art too yeah, sure. Art. Jackson Pollock. All right. Leonardo da Vinci, Mona Lisa. Yeah, no, that's that's all good and fine. But, uh... <laughs> uh, okay, we'll move on to uh, favorite bands. Or we'll say each of our, just, you know, a handful. Yeah, for sure. Be all of them. I'll go first. Yeah, go for it. Uh, my favorite band of all time is Marilyn Manson. Uh, yeah. Need I say more? Alice in Chains, uh, Slipknot, Corn, Lamb of God, Nine Inch Nails, Pantera, Nabla Viscaris, uh, Meshuga, just to name a few. All right, fair enough. I mean, we... these, I mean, this is an ever-changing, oh, growing yeah. list. Currently, this is these are my favorites. But yeah. you know, I it was I I only wrote down ten, and even doing that was very hard. So I mean, right. uh, I wrote down. It's hard for me to pick an all-time favorite. Um, if if I had to. I'd probably have to go with Slipknot just because. Yeah. Because they're like the metal of my of our generation, you know. Like they're the biggest yeah, yeah, metal yeah. band of our lifetime. I would agree. Um, like we we grew up with them. Mm-hmm. Which the is sound all, and the aesthetic, the visual, the yeah. live show. Yeah. The artistry. Yep. It's all of it. I mean, and the sound obviously is. Filthy. When you hear a Slipknot song, you know it's, it's Slipknot. It's their guitar tone is. Filthy. All of it's filthy. It's so distorted. I was listening to Slipknot the other day, and it's the, their guitar tone is like so like mean and like yeah. distorted and. And they've got three percussionists, so that obviously elevates it to it a adds, whole, it adds whole to new it. level. We, we can we can get into Slipknot. Oh, we'll get into this Slipknot. Is, <laughs> so you got a nine-piece band, right? Yeah. That has no business having nine members. Not at all. No, <laughs> no band needs nine members, but they made it cool. So I mean, yeah. it's all good. But they don't they don't need that many. No, definitely not. No one does. Okay. But I mean, plus the fact they're from the Midwest, uh, yeah. I, I think is awesome. Like, agreed. Who who's from Iowa? Right. No one. Slipknot no, yeah, is. No. That's it. Like, it's, it's pretty cool. It's awesome. Um, so yeah, besides Pantera, or I mean, yeah, Pantera's the next. The next. Pantera's bigger. definitely a top. Yeah, I mean. Maybe not above Lamb of God. Slipknot. All right, shut up. <laughs> That's the next episode, ladies yeah, and gents. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll get into that. Um, but yeah, I see them both as 1A and 1B, Slipknot and Pantera. Cause I consider my 1A and 1B Slipknot and Stone Sour because it's the same singer. 
All right. <laughs> All right, sorry. Go no, ahead. you're good. Um, but yeah, Slipknot, I've had the opportunity. We've had the opportunity to see them live. Pantera. Oh. I mean, Dimebag died when we were like five, six years old, right. so that's tough. Um, Rest in peace to that guy. Yeah, I mean, he's the best... In my opinion, the best guitar player of all time. The best, best one? Best metal guitar player of all time, for sure. Uh, Name me one better. Mm, Dude, let's, we can't... The be, best metal guitar player? Yeah, we can't... Dave Mustaine's probably better than him? No, he's not. No, he's not. Dude, Dave Mustaine asked him to be in Megadeth, and he said no. Like... That's pretty cool. Be, because I'm, I'm so good, I don't... I don't. Carrie need... King? You don't want to listen to a dial-up modem when you hear a guitar solo? <laughs> See, like... Carrie King might be... I mean, Kerry King invented heavy. Yeah, and Slayer's on my list, obviously. They're in my top ten. Another band I was going to say, going off the whole dual guitar thing, is Judas Priest. I mean, I can't pick Kerry King or Jeff Hanneman in the same way I can't pick from Judas Priest, Glenn Tipton, or K.K. Downing. Because sure. they're, they, they're two different guys in each band, but they make the same makeup of the band. Like, they're right. not... I, I, I understand that point, too. Dimebag, you know, they're a... He was his own. He, was he his did own guy. everything. By he himself. did everything. Yeah. Like the only guitar player in that band. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, Pantera. I'll take. It's domination, dude. I'll take Pantera <laughs> over anybody. But, um, yeah. So Judas Priest, Slayer, Corn, uh, obviously. Corn is awesome. Did I say that? Corn's on you, my list. You did put Corn, and okay. for good reason, obviously. Yep. Um, you you got into them first. They were one of the first bands. One of the first, into. one of the first metal bands I ever listened to was Corn. So you you can imagine how f-ed up I am. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, same though. Like my dad, there was never a time where I remember hearing Freak on the Leash for the first time. Like it's just always been in my life, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, and like seeing the music video, like so young, I was like, this Dude, is something different. Like, yeah, this is... their visuals are f-ing insane. Um, and they're like the last time that metal and was really really mainstream like corn was all over mtv yeah yeah they were like, yep that's just awesome i remember they're when i so heavy yeah they are the it's this um the seven strings dude. yeah they just and there's two two seven strings yeah obviously, yeah so. i remember when i first got into corn i was like oh hey i was telling my siblings like you guys know who corn is and they're my siblings are both 31 and 32 and they're like dude we used to watch corn on mtv yeah. like in high school like you're late to the party yeah, <laughs> and sure. so yeah they, they definitely made it cool and um put it in the mainstream audience. But I was going to say, the first music video I saw from them was Falling Away From yeah, Me. Yeah, that one too. And it f***ed me yeah, up. Yeah, that one's, it's very dark. It is. Sure. Um, live, oh my God. They play it at every show live. It's so good. They, so heavy. We've had this conversation and I'll probably defend this till the day I die, but Korn is the best live metal band that I've seen. Rob Zombie. He has a better show, but Korn never disappoints me with their sound. It sounds heavy as f- you said that they're the time. best live show. Okay, that's every aspect of live show. I don't need visuals if I can have the sound. Yeah, but you know the visuals I mean? are part of it. I no, I I get that. They are, they are great live. And I love Rob. You know, I love Rob Zombie yeah. too. He. I mean, he has like the floaties. He has, he has the has, best visuals. I'll give him that. And then John Five has like a mask yeah. under his mask and shit. Yeah, they changed masks. That is sick. But I'm talking if just sound alone. They, I've never seen a bad corn concert, and each sure. they're the only I, band. The, my, actually. My first corn concert, I didn't enjoy it, and I was a corn fan. Okay, where, Chicago well, Open Air. You were there. They they killed it, dude. Why did you not? I like don't that? know. I don't know why. Maybe I was too young. Or maybe it was like you weren't. It was your first time I, seeing them or something. It was. I also saw Kiss on the on that stage. Remember, it was like the main stage, yeah. right? I think there was something weird about the audio mixing. Yeah, it could be on that stage because I didn't like Kiss's performance either. 
I mean, it's kiss. compared to the rest of the day, like not just because they weren't metal enough. Yeah, but for I the mean, rest of the day. Well, I'm just saying, like on that stage, I didn't like the headliners on. I don't know why. No, that's fair. But that I have seen Corner and I disliked the show. But after that, I have not disliked them. And I actually shot one of their shows uh, yeah. for Impact. I'll put some of those pictures up on the screen. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, they're cool. Because I mean, if if you like smoking meth and having dreads, they're pretty cool. Neither of which I I do, but you know. <laughs> but dude, like they're the only band where like each time I see them, it's like that's the best time I've ever seen them. And sure. Then I see him again, not even a year later. That's the best time I've ever seen him. Like, sure. They just tear it up. I mean, mm-hmm. moving on though, uh, Metallica obviously. Yeah, they, they're a, they are a foundational metal. band. Yes, they were the first true metal band that I really got into because my my dad had every single CD. Mm-hmm. Me as well. Um, so being being a, a young buck, seeing seeing stuff like that, it's like this is the world I want to be in. Like right. and. Metal's in their name. Like they, <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I mean, it's they are the metal band. Yeah, they are. They have the metal guys. Black Sabbath, of course. Right. Already mentioned, got into them at a very young age. Mm-hmm. First metal band. So, you know, got to be in there. Yep. Uh, Slayer and Megadeth to round out the the Bay Area thrash. Um, you got I, it. I, I like Anthrax. Three of the big four are in your top bands. Yeah, of course. The big four, sorry. Three of the big four yeah. are in my top ten. Definitely. Wow. Because um, Anthrax is all right, but they're, I don't know, something about them. Vocals. It's, it's, it's the, the vocals for me. And, yeah, definitely the vocals. Yeah, I that much. And it's the same thing with my, like, uh, hip-hop taste. I'm more of a West Coast guy than Agreed. East Coast. So, uh, Metallica, Slayer, Megadeth, that's mm-hmm. the Bay Area stuff. Um, yep. And then to finish off, uh, Lamb of God, System of a Down. Those... Yeah, that's my top ten right there. Lemmy God is an elite metal band. Of course. Along with Slipknot that are, are still flying the flag. Very yeah, strong. yeah. I would argue that they are probably behind Slipknot the second best metal band of our lifetime. I would probably agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, if you like to listen to White Guys with Dreads. Lamb of God's for you. Yeah, and sometimes if, if he's bald, that's cool too. But yeah. <laughs> Favorite metal genres? Uh... Favorite metal genre, actually, not plural, singular. My favorite, uh, if I were to name one, thrash. Yeah, thrash is... Everything that comes from thrash, I love, so therefore I have to love thrash the most. Yeah, that's fair. Right. And uh, there's a lot of... uh... Like, thrashy riffs are the best riffs. Yeah. And if you like metal, you like riffs. Exactly. And I feel like thrash is the one genre where you can be elitist. Not, like... There's no thrash metal elitists, though. No, but that's the cool thing. I'm, I'm. How do I put this? Like everyone can like thrash. It's so metal yet. Like new metal, for example. Elitists hate new metal. They do. But it's still heavy. As. F- so I'm confused. I I get why the elitists don't like it, but because they don't like to, they don't like the that that's being tainted with hip hop. Right. And yeah. Yeah. But thrash is the. Thrash is the most. Uh, it's like the chameleon genre. You can take parts of thrash and put it into every other genre of metal, and it'll fit and sound great. Yeah, and like I, I put thrash as one of my favorites too. But as going off that point, I feel like it's got many variations because there's like speed metal, which is pretty close to thrash. It, just, it is. Speed metal is just 
speed and it doesn't have the thrashy aspect it's less riffy and more just you know like it's like double bass double bass power through high bpm and then like extreme metal that's a blanket category but yeah a lot of extreme metal bands have you know thrashy roots and influences yeah and like groove metal comes from thrash but slower yeah it's just like yeah i mean we know what groove metal is but i'm just saying like there's so many like buzzwords for that type of metal I, I just put thrash in general because I feel like that's it's the middle ground in terms of everything. Um, other than that, though, uh, what do I got here? Uh, if you want to consider... We could do a whole episode about this if we want to, but grunge? Like, would you... Grunge? It, it's, it's tough, right? Grunge? Like, yeah, it is. Grunge is mm, pretty metal. It, it if is. you ask a lot of metalheads if they like grunge, they'll probably say yes. Yeah. But it's not heavy it's heavy in a different kind of way yeah it's weird because like allison chains is heavy as fuck yeah. but they're not down tuned and they're not you don't think they're down tuned they're not as bassy how about that yeah they're they're you know like the um the scales i don't know i don't know i'm not a, they, they're <laughs> not, not as they're, they're not as low pitched yeah That's, right yeah and their um, drums aren't as complex and, you know, they're not as hard-hitting. They're, I mean, another of my favorite genres that I wrote is, like, again, going along thrash, speed, groove. It's all kind of the, in the same thing to me, but, like, sure. stoner and doom. Like I love stoner metal. Yeah. Doom metal's good, too. Yeah, but, like, you Sludge. Could, yeah, exactly. It's all the same kind exactly. of deal. And you could throw Alice in Chains in there if you wanted to. Like, I wouldn't... They've got that same... Into doom? Not doom necessarily. Maybe they they do slow it down sometimes. I get I I the thing is, I understand what you mean. They're it's sludge. the vocals. I feel it, like. Yeah 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 yeah. It's the vocals and the subject matter. Yeah. Subject matter definitely matters. <laughs> subject matter definitely uh, um, influences you know whether or not I will categorize you as metal or not. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Alice in Chains talks about. It's not just what they talk about. It's the way that Lane Staley sings certain yeah. lyrics that it's like, holy that's hard as hell. Yeah, for sure. Because, you know, he he's probably going through that thing he's, he's talking He's about. doing exactly what he's talking about. Yeah. And it's dark. Yeah. So, to brighten it up a little bit, uh, I, I told you, but my mom was, uh, she kind of raised me on all the hair bands. Mm-hmm. So, that's like my guilty pleasure. Um, yeah. It's uh Steel Panther guy. Yeah, Steel Panther. I'm talking about like old school. Yeah, like, yeah, no, you're but yeah, Steel Panther. Molly Crew. Yeah, Molly Crew, all that stuff. Um, Pantera was a hair band at, at one point. At one point, yeah. So that's that makes me. That's cool. not as hard as being a groove band your whole existence. All right, pal. Your favorite. Your favorite. All right. <laughs> We're gonna get into it. All, all right. right. Yeah, yeah, we will. <laughs> Just to finish that off. Oh, though, go ahead. Go um, new metal, of course, is. It's a it's a favorite in terms of the good new metal bands are really good. Sure. You even like them. I'm, no, I'm agreeing with you. Oh, okay, I thought you were being a sarcastic. <laughs> no, 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 no. But uh, listen, listen. <laughs> I like new metal too, but all of the great old new metal bands don't even do new metal anymore. Slipknot doesn't make yeah. new metal music anymore. Ex- yeah. Outside it, of Slipknot, new metal the, the was album. Like, yeah, it was like a phase. It was. Like, it's like a, how a lot of these bands got started. I mean, System of a Down does actually. I mean, they haven't made new music in 15 years, so... Yeah. But listen to the newest Slipknot record, 
it's not really a new metal. It is, but it's not as much hip hop influenced as their first one. You know, I mean, they had like right. the, they had the turntables and yeah. like the Corey Taylor rapped. Yeah, a exactly. Bit. Which is interesting, awesome. but like Slipknot, Corn. Corn is still new metal. Corn sure. created it. I mean, for better yeah. or worse. Rage. Um, again. They are new metal. I don't know if I would. They're rap metal for sure. And same that's, thing. Yeah, that's the same thing with like Thrash and Speed to me though. Is like they, they're so similar, but there's. What name another rap metal group? I I really can't. Like, Just because they're new metal. Yeah. They're 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 uh, yeah I know what you're saying they're in the same they're new metal rap metal yeah hip hop funky metal like I guess a newer band like Fever three 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 they're they they rap and they're kind of hard. A lot of metalcore artists rap too. We're not. That's enough. That's new metal. I, I'm not talking about metalcore, dude. I'm sorry. We're gonna do a whole episode of metalcore. No. Dude. Yes, we are. <laughs> Please. No. Yes, we are. All right. I'll, You're I'll gonna just... have to defend them too, because you like them. I. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. I, I like the good, some good, metalcore bands. Sure. Most of them. A lot of them take influence from new metal. Yeah, they what do. What does I tell you about new metal? No, you're right though. Like, it, it goes along with the good. New metal bands are really good. Deftones being another one. Deftones uh, is great. You could say Linkin Park. Um, yeah, yeah. Linkin Park is good. So, I mean... Rest in peace, Chester Bennington. Yeah. Even Disturbs early stuff, they've, they've kind of got that aspect. For, I never got into them. First album is is good. Um, Ooh, what? Exactly. Like, that's that's some new metal shit for sure. Um, but, yeah, that's... I, I mean, I like death metal, too, obviously... A little bit of black metal, not not a whole lot. I mean, you're just naming it. No, the I question was it. favorite metal genre. I know it's, death metal's good. That's the cool thing about metal, though. There's so many. Yeah, there's so damn many. They sound distinct. Too. Yeah, when you when you really uh, when you put them side by side, they don't. But when you kind of step, take a step back, they they definitely have their own cultures and yeah. fans and exactly sounds yeah. and uh, what they think is cool. Yeah, death metal is pretty dope. I can't listen to it all the time though. Yeah, not all the time. Just uh. Once in a while. All right, we'll move on to uh, uh, metal news. Uh, September, October, new albums. Uh, I'll let you take this one. Yeah. Um, at the time of us recording this, the latest uh, new, newer good albums that are out. Uh, Corey Taylor's first solo album came out last Friday. Um, a lot better than I expected it to be. It's, it's good. It's good. I highly recommend it. Uh, Ellison, who is uh, Dave Ellison from bassist. Me- Megadeth, yep, their bassist. He uh, he dropped a um, an album of covers of like old school metal. Uh, it's it wasn't on streaming services when I checked though, so couldn't tell you much about it. Um, yeah, before that, September though uh, had a bunch of good stuff in September. Uh, Deftones uh, came out with Ohms, which probably their best album since Diamond Eyes, at least. <coughs> Which came out in 2010, so mm-hmm. it's pretty heavy. Uh, Marilyn Manson, of course. Yeah, We Are Chaos. Yeah, what do you okay. want to say about that? It's okay? It was a uh, run-of-the-mill new yeah. Marilyn Manson album, 5 out of 10. Yeah. I liked a couple songs. Uh, he sings a lot. I like when Marilyn Manson screams, yeah. except for except for Mechanical Animals. He sings on Mechanical Animals, but, but the it's, way, like, it's just better than the what he's doing now. The music is like... Yeah. Makes up for him not screaming. Yeah, he's doing like... Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. He's like... Did you see know. the music video for God's Gonna Cut You Down? No. The cover of the Johnny Cash song. Right. Marilyn no, Manson's wearing, like, a cowboy hat. Yeah, I, I saw, like, a picture. Yeah, him. he's, like, 
doing like the way I would describe his new sound is like he's like a, like an emo cowboy. Okay. And I don't really like it. <laughs> I don't like it that much, but it's not bad. Five out of ten okay. on that album. No, yeah, that's fair. I I think the Pale Emperor kind of ruined all new Marilyn Manson stuff for me. Pale Emperor, really? Even Heaven Upside Down. Those Heaven were, Upside Down had a couple good songs. I think they were both fire. I mean, Pale Emperor went, went You hard. said it ruined the new Marilyn Manson? In a good way. Like, it was so good, that's what I'm comparing everything he does now. To that so the new new you're comparing that yeah. to like the what he's putting out right like now. 2010's Marilyn Manson sure out of his prime obviously but still yeah. um but yeah other than Marilyn Manson the same day We Are Chaos came out um Mastodon dropped a uh somewhat compilation album called Medium Rarities that was okay. uh it's got a, a few new songs and then like different renditions of some old songs like live versions instrumental mm. great listen actually um, cool. That was good. Uh, early September, uh, Phil Anselmo's new project called N Minor uh, came out with their first album, which he describes as depression core, <laughs> which I kind of get where he's coming from because it's him being from New Orleans. It's kind of like jazzy. Okay. Um, really good. You liked it? I did like it. Does he sing or does he scream? He, it's like he's singing the blues in a way. So he doesn't scream. He's not screaming. There, there are some like background, uh, like screaming vocals, but it's mostly just him being a blues singer, which I think is kind of cool because him being he has from, a pretty sweet voice. Yeah, he does. And it's, a, it's a new <clears throat> side to him, so it's cool. I'd recommend it. Um, yeah. That same day, uh, Code Orange came out with uh, "Under the Skin," which is a, it's like their MTV Unplugged kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they did an acoustic live show for streaming when uh, COVID hit, so um, no new songs. Actually, the only new song they did a cover of Down in a Hole. Which is good. By Alison Chains, yeah. yeah it was it. really good. Video is cool, too. Yeah. Um, Code Orange has been killing this year based on all circumstances. Yeah. Um, so that's awesome. And mm-hmm. then last one on that same day, uh, Zach Sabbath, who is Zach Wilde. His Black Sabbath cover band. Yep. Um, they re-recorded Black Sabbath's self-titled debut in its entirety in honor of its 50th anniversary. So mm-hmm. that's definitely worth noting. This being the 50th year of what we know is heavy metal. So yeah. right, cool. Yep. Okay, 2020 deaths. Uh, on a lighter note. <laughs> yeah. Eddie Van Halen, just last week. Yeah. Uh, last. At the time of us recording this last Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. I saw um, I saw John 5 post about Eddie Van Halen, and he said that Eddie Van Halen was his biggest influence, and that mm-hmm. and he called Eddie Van Halen the best guitarist, uh, the best guitar player of all time. He's, so, de- he's definitely up there. He is. And um, I love John 5, so, you know, it's a yeah, lot of respect. Of course. And John, John 5's from Michigan, so that's even better. It's from Gross Point. Hell yeah. <laughs> like... Um, but yeah, I mean, one that's of, dope. Yeah. One of the most posh areas in Michigan. <laughs> yeah. John 5 came from. It's sick. But yeah, uh, Eddie Van Halen, that was... That one hurt. Tough pill. Yeah. Just when I thought 2020 couldn't get any worse. He was my fa- my favorite classic rock guitar player. Yeah. Um, he, in terms of... Not Jimmy Page? I'd, I'd take Van Halen, because, I don't know, it's tough. I think, don't, don't kill me here, whoever's sure. listening to this, or even you, but... I think Jimmy Page is overrated. He's great. Don't get me wrong. He has a doctorate. 
does that mean he's the best guitar player of all time? I mean, what? Is it? All right, whoever has a doctorate, that's the best guitar player of all time. Did you know that every member of Queen went to college and graduated? You're killing me, man. <laughs> all right. But, yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good, but... Um, yeah, in terms of like a shredding aspect, not yeah. many like classic rock. I mean, and he, he plays weird too. He's the, the tapping, unconventional. Yeah, I mean, he didn't invent tapping. He just like made it right. sweet, and now right. every every metal guitar player. That do you consider Van Halen metal? Yeah, yeah, I would. I don't even listen to them that much, but yeah, it's they're one of those bands that's right on the line. Yeah. Um, but like, they, do you consider Zeppelin metal? Because if you consider Van Halen metal and Led Zeppelin has to be metal too, but yeah, they're not really. There's obviously a lot of bands like that. Um, I, for the sake of being a metalhead, I consider them metal. Led Zeppelin and Van Halen, yeah. Okay, and, I would uh, disagree. I would consider Van Halen Van Halen metal, but Zeppelin not. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's different yeah, to everybody. It's great. I mean, Zeppelin was like the way I always explain it is like they were metal before people really had a definition for it. I mean, Zeppelin's first album, first two albums came out before Sabbath, and they were pretty, pretty heavy. I mean, I don't see. My, I have a gripe with Led Zeppelin. I don't like their. I don't like them that much. <laughs> their riffs aren't cool to me. That's. I also didn't grow up on classic rock, so I. Yeah. I feel like there's a gap in my knowledge because <laughs> I don't like the sound of classic rock that much. Right. There's. I'm very picky with it. Like very, very picky. Mm -hmm. and, and again, it's just you going right. To the heavy stuff instead of that bridge. Yeah, like I had, yeah. So. My bridge was thrash, which is a good. It is good. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, like what you said. I had to go back after I got yeah. into metal and listen to the old stuff and kind of like get the history of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I, I. That's where my uh, the gap, the gaps in my knowledge is. Right. But another death we had this year was uh Neil Peart, the drummer of Rush, who. Yep. Uh, man. One of the greatest Canadian bands of all time. The greatest Canadian, the, probably awesome. the greatest. And it's I, when when Eddie died, I was like, wow! First my my favorite classic rock drummer. Did you cry? Time. No, I didn't cry for either of them. But I haven't cried since Chris Cornell, probably. Oh my god! I mean, that was rough, obviously. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The last death uh, in twenty twenty uh, related to metal is Riley Gale. Uh, the last time I saw them was with Brendan in England at uh, Download Festival. Um, yeah, they're solid band, solid live band. Uh, really um, straight to the point, no BS. <laughs> no good thrash, either. southern thrash. Yeah. Um, their drum when I when when I saw them at Download on the main stage and um, their drummer came out, I was like, his kid is really small. Yeah. That's what I know. Like one of the first thing I know is like he has a small kit, but they yeah they're good. They're very minimalistic. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. yeah, that's because they're also very punk, very hardcore yeah. kind of thing. So I think they've got that uh, like do-it-yourself attitude, mm -hmm. minimalistic values. I don't know what it is about the see. Power Trip to me is a band where it's like they really don't do anything gimmicky. They no. don't do anything gimmicky. Uh, they're not particularly exceptional at no, no no one piece of their music is. You know, really stands out to me, mm -hmm. but they sound so good. So it, yeah. it just shows what, like, how good of songwriters they are, yeah. and uh, how how they they really know their instruments and they know their sound. Right. Um, yeah. And uh, the last time I saw them was at uh, the Majestic in Detroit. It, uh, they opened for High on Fire. Okay. Um, 
who at the time I was, I'll, I'll admit, I, I bought this shirt online because uh, from, from their record label, so I guess it's, I'm, I'm glad to say I like supported their label instead of, you know, like Rockabilia or some sure. website like that. But typically I don't like to wear shirts that I don't get at the show. But okay. at the time of that show, I was really into High on Fire who is uh, Matt Pike from Sleep. That's his other band. Okay. So I'm a huge Sleep fan, as you know. So, like, I was really into them at the time. And I, I thought to myself, you know, Power Trips, they're pretty young. They're going to be going for mm-hmm. a while. They're up and coming. Yeah. I'm going to see them again. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get High on Fire instead. Wow. But, yeah, and that was the last time. I mean, they killed it, obviously. But, yeah, seeing them at Download, like, that was the show of the day. Yeah. I mean, besides Slipknot, of course. But, like. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, a great show. And I mean, I've obviously told you the story. Uh, I they were on the main stage. Slipknot was on the main stage. Yep. And me and my dad got there super early, so I got rail like first, and I was like, "Damn, if I want." Not even the front rail though. The second Not row. The second rail. He wasn't on the rail. He wasn't. He was, was on the second on the row rail. of rails. It he was wasn't still in, a rail. He wasn't in front of the stage. This man no. peed. <laughs> This man peed his pants to not be in front of the stage, <laughs> I peed, ladies and gentlemen. I peed in a cup. Let it. Let the record stay. This man, <laughs> what's it called? This man committed indecent exposure to not be in front of the stage, ladies and gentlemen. And he missed every. He missed like at least five good bands on the other stages because he didn't want to miss. But I, I could give a shit. Like <laughs> that's fine. I, I saw Slipknot on the rail. I wasn't I, risking it. I was on the rail too, and I saw all the bands I wanted to see. I, and I surely didn't pee myself. Ah, uh, no, dude. I saw every band I wanted to see, and I got on the same rail as you. No, I told yes, you that. I did. My, my dad left to go to other stages. And he got back to you. Yeah, but he said it took him like a half hour and was a bitch. There's no way I could have had both hands on the rail like I did if I was to leave. And it's Slipknot at download. I'm not, there's no way I'm risking that. It was all about risk to me. Anyways. I stood there and watched every main stage band, and Power Trip was one of the earlier ones. Yeah, was I was like, "Yeah, I like Power Trip. I've I've heard them before. Um, this will be this will be cool." Yeah, they came out and just ripped it up. Obviously, like you obviously mm-hmm. saw them. Like it was, it was so sick. And they're like, "Yeah, we're Power Trip from Dallas, Texas." Yeah, which it was is, it was cool to see them in England saying yeah, that. Like, yeah, which is it was a head trip. Dallas is where Pantera is from, so like, yeah. I I love that. I've got yeah, family cool. in Dallas, so. I thought that was sick. They came out toward up, so that was awesome. But yeah. I mean, rest um, in peace. <laughs> we uh, we still don't know um, cause of death. Correct. The band is asking for. Um, he died in privacy. his sleep. We know that. Right. But okay. Not sure. Yeah. the The band is asking for privacy. Which um, is fair. Yeah. While they mourn. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Anything else to say about this segment? Uh, if I didn't say it already, I mean. Neil Peart from Rush, uh, another one of those bands that's, are they metal? I like to think of their older stuff as metal. Yeah, it's. I am not as well versed in Rush. Okay. So you should can answer that one. I know, I know, I have a long list. Yeah, I know you do. Um, but yeah, just the fact that Eddie being my favorite classic rock guitar player and Neil Peart being my favorite drum player, classic mm-hmm. rock drum player, maybe. Favorite. Yeah. They're they're both up there either way, mm-hmm. and it's just. Neil Peart died literally the first, in the first week of this year. I was like, that's a shitty way to start the year. Yeah, and, and it now, got exponentially worse. Yep, it did. And that leads into our third topic, which is... Yes, sir. 
canceled concerts in 2020. Uh, before that, though, we'll talk about uh, what is metal. What is metal? Um, and then we'll get into metal concerts that got canceled that right. we liked. And when we say this is metal, what is metal? We just want to... Subjective. Yeah. It's our personal opinions. And we want to define it for ourselves and our audience watching right. going so guys, forward for yeah. future episodes. Right, right, right. So you guys know um, what, we're, what we're coming from and yeah. exactly. um, things like that. Uh, okay, so I ha- we wrote down riffs, riffs, riffs. Yes. And that is metal. <laughs> riffs. Yeah. Heavy riffs. Yeah. And... Sometimes. Not cut that out. <laughs> it's it's all about the riffs, guys. It's it's about there's metal is there's no such thing as too heavy in heavy metal. I would agree. There's I'm sure there is. Deathcore is too heavy. Even I like some deathcore. I like deathcore a lot. Yeah. Some some of them, but some it is them, yeah. it's it sometimes it is too heavy. Yeah. Because it's just a bunch of noise. Like it's it's like I know that sounds like the a, bass. Go ahead. I know. I was just gonna say. I feel like that's such an old person thing to say. Oh, metal's just a bunch of noise. But like, it is. It's good noise. Yeah. But then, like you're saying, with deathcore, deathcore like, is too heavy. It all sounds the same. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't want to hear false chord vocals all the time. Like, yeah. Ripping my asshole apart. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, being being heavy isn't just about being the lowest tuned. Right. It's not just about um, being low pitched. Yeah. It's about the way that you spin it. To me, it's all about attitude. Your attitude. You've got the attitude. Right. I feel like a lot of deathcore guys, uh, they like the image. The yeah, imagery. They do. They, yeah. They're not as genuine. They're not as cult. Right. Whereas <laughs> black metal, on the other hand, they're also into imagery and shit, but they take they it. They really f-ing do it. Yeah. That would, yeah. Yeah. That's their thing. So, I mean, another band that I always go back and forth about, like, are they metal, are they not? Like we've talked about with other bands already, but mm-hmm. Guns N' Roses is, like, like I said, not a big fan. Okay, that's fair. I mean, every, not everyone's yeah. a big fan, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's all about the attitude, and they've definitely got that like snot nosed punk attitude. Yeah, where like that. we're just gonna play our ass off, and yeah. like they're they're pretty heavy. I mean, it's just I don't know if I like to being a metalhead, like to call them metal. Sure. All right, uh, we're going to do our top five this week. It's uh, canceled concerts that we are most upset about due to COVID-19 pandemic. I have here listed Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, that's... that's uh... First time they were going to tour in like a decade. Two shows in Detroit, Cleveland. Buddy from Cleveland wanted to go. Pit tickets were 280 I wasn't going to do it. Then when they got canceled, I was like, I have to see them. Because they're going to do it next summer. Right. So, Rage Against the Machine is my, the one I'm most upset about. Yeah, that's my uh, number two. And uh, Run the Jewels was supposed to open, which would have been yeah, cool. Yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah, it would have been different, cool. Different, but yeah. cool. Like, it's Mixed good. crowd. Yeah, it's good. And uh, Slipknot was my number two. Okay. Uh, Pine Knob, right? Yep. Is that show? Yeah. Saw them there in August with Brendan. Yeah. Or was that September? It was August of 19. Because it was like two days after We Are Not Your Kind came out. Yeah. And so. they played Sawway Firth for yeah. the first time live at that show. That was sweet. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, Slipknot obviously has the industrial kind of uh, set design. Um, so yeah. yeah. And that was a knot fest. 
Or yeah. That was a knot fest. This canceled one would have been a knot fest. So Behemoth would have been there. This one was... I wasn't a huge fan of the lineup. That's why they're not in my top five. But it okay. was A Day to Remember, which is like Metalcore, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Under Oath. Yeah, I mean, we saw them at Download. Yeah. They were okay. They were okay. They had yeah. the angel yeah. guy. Yeah. They had, with like the headband across the right. eyes. That was like their mascot. Yeah. But then Code Orange was the opening. Yeah, guy, which yeah. That's that's f***ing awesome. Yeah, cool. I mean, they, they had a concert canceled of their own back in April that would have been in Detroit, unfortunately. Mm. So, that sucks. Yep. Ramstein in Chicago. Yeah. They never tour in America. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, We're they ca- all living in America. America. Yeah, so like... America. Yeah, I'm, I'm pissed about Ramstein that. Ramstein is f- awesome. They have great visuals. They're so weird. They make porn. Do you know that? Yeah. You well, can... They... I don't, I don't know what year it was, but they debuted one of their new songs on, like, porn sites. Yeah. <laughs> so. They, they made two versions of a recent music video. Or, yeah. They made two versions of a music video. One for their fan... One that was on YouTube, and they made a second cut that you had to pay for. And it was <laughs> literally Till Lindemann having sex. <laughs> this man is insane. Yeah, that's that's German, Germans for yeah, you. Yeah. That's, that, <laughs> that's Teutonic... What, what, what would you categorize them as? Ramstein? Industrial. Industrial, for sure. That's Teutonic industrial metal for you. Yep. They make pornos. <laughs> yeah. uh, they're probably my number one bucket list band yeah. to see live because they Just, do the pyrotechnics yeah. and the all that it's stuff. Great show, it looks like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lamb of God, I've seen them a hundred times. But not still. actually, but... They are. They just kick ass. With Megadeth. Yeah. And Trivium and In Flames. Yeah. All in one bill. Yeah. The Metal Tour of the Year. The is Metal what it was. Tour of the Year. That's yeah. The name of that that tour. God damn. Uh, Motley Crue. I just got into Motley Crue, so this one is a late late addition to this list. Oh yeah. Uh, my roommate is the biggest Motley Crue fan <laughs> I've ever met in my entire life. We'll probably um, have him on an episode. We in will. The future. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they're cool. They're old. They disbanded for a while. Yep. Well, they didn't. They retired for a while. They came right. back. Um, better than ever. Def Leppard was going to open for them. Yeah, that's fucking dope. Poison and Joan Jett were also going to be there. Yeah, so. you got it. Yeah, uh, it would have been a cool hair metal night. <laughs> exactly, um, dude. Yeah, what do you got on your list? Uh, yeah. Besides, so the ones you mentioned, I had Rage on there, Megadeth, Ramstein. Uh, those were all on mine as well. Uh, Megadeth has a good show. They have good audio. Yeah. Uh, audio. Um, another one though was Corn. Uh, yeah. At uh, Pine Knob. DTE, whatever you want to call it, which is mm-hmm. right in my backyard. Uh, still my favorite place to see a concert. Nice little amphitheater. Um, yeah, I like the pit. The pit? Oh, I like, yeah. I like when there's a pit. Well, if you sit on the hill, you can have the biggest Yeah, but you're, pit not, you you're not in front of the stage. Yeah. Me, me and him disagree on the Pine Knob venue. It's cool. The acoustics are fantastic. The acoustics are fantastic, but there's no pit unless you want to pay VIP pricing for it. Right. It's a small pit. Yeah. It's mostly seating. Yeah. Unless you're on the lawn, which... You have to watch the show on a screen. But, dude, all of the best pits I've seen are at Pine Knob because the whole lawn turns into a pit. But you have to watch the show. I don't care about the... I get it. I know. I care more about seeing it not on a screen. I know. That's totally fair. They're, they're cool, though. Cause you can, it is cool, though, because you can sit. Like, when I'm 50 <laughs> yeah. and I my <laughs> knees are blown out from doing yeah. too many mosh pits, Pine Knob is the move because you can just sit yeah. and still be close. Right. It's pretty cool. It's, it's a great place to see. It's an concert. old Metalheads yeah. concert venue. Yeah, um, but yeah, Faith No More was going to be with them, who I've never seen before. Another bucket list band, uh, mm-hmm. Helmet, who they they know how to tear it up a little bit. Uh, and then Sixty Eight would have been the opener, who mm-hmm. they're they're like a a newer, more more rocky kind of band. But they're I've seen them once before, and they're really really cool. Sure. Um, and then my number one on my list was uh, Sonic Temple. 
Oh wow! Yeah. Which uh, was a going to be a three day festival in Columbus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, headliner. I was going to shoot that sh- uh, that festival. Were you for Impact? Yeah. Oh wow, that would have been sweet. I, I was I was in the works of getting a pass uh, to cover it, and it all got dropped. Right. Damn. That's... No, no, no photography pass though. What was it? It was. I was going to get a pass for. It was some bullshit. Like, I couldn't take photos, but I could go in. Huh. But, like, have a pass? Yeah. Like, a media pass. Like, I, I could write yeah. about it, but I couldn't take photos or some, some bullshit like that. That is really weird. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I got to go for free. So, obviously, yeah. I was going to take it. But, sure. yeah, I couldn't. So, yeah, it was weird. They were they were weird about their media yeah, um, that, stuff. Um, I mean, it's a three-day festival, of yeah. course. And the, uh, the three headliners were originally going to be Metallica, Slipknot, and Metallica again. Metallica doing... Two nights, two, two unique nights. sets. Um, but, of course, James Hetfield uh, had to go back to rehab, um, which, I mean, all, all the best to him. Got yeah. to do, do what's best. Um, Very true. But instead, uh, they, they filled those slots with Red Hot Chili Peppers and Tool, which are pretty solid. Yeah, Tool has great visuals. Yeah, exactly. Um, other bands that were supposed to be there included uh, Deftones, yep. who was also supposed to come on a whole other tour with Gojira and Poppy. Which would have been pretty sweet. Um, Code Orange was going to be at Sonic Temple. Uh, Stained reunited. Uh, they haven't been around in I don't know how many years, but mm-hmm. this is like their first, first or second year back. Uh, so that'd have been cool. Knocked Loose was going to be be there. Um, hell yeah, always. <laughs> that cool. Be, who? The, not, uh, hell yeah. Hell, I mean, ever since Vinny died, it's. Uh, oh yeah, that's. Oh my god. Yeah, dude. It's. Uh, I saw him before he died, and they were right. cool. I will say, Hell Yeah is the loudest concert I've ever seen. Okay. Because Vinny's drums tore my ears. I'm, dude. With sugar. Corn is louder I, than Hell Yeah. I was also super young when I saw Hell Yeah, so maybe that's what Your I'm saying. Your young ears were untrained it, to yeah. the ways of... Actually, it's just that you didn't go to enough concerts and you're not slightly deaf like you are right now. Dude. And every metalhead is because they go to metal shows and don't wear earplugs. I wear earplugs now, but... Hell Yeah. My dad always gets on my ass about no. You <laughs> have to. Yeah, but... It, well, not for your favorite shows, but yeah, for the yeah. whole... Like, the openers, you should. My first concert was Journey when I was five years old. Mine was Ghost. Nice. When I was 16 years old. Nice. So we've each made some progress getting yeah. into the more heavy stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I must have been at least 13 when I saw Hell Yeah that one time. Okay. And it was just... It was so f***ing loud. Anyways, cool. uh, and then Power Trip was also going to be at that festival. Wow. So, yeah. I feel spoiled after going to Chicago Open Air 2017 and Download... Because yeah. that, that lineup honestly doesn't really impress me besides the headliners. The way, uh, the Sonic, Sonic Temple. Temple, yeah. No, dude, there's so many other bands that I haven't even mentioned. I know, I know, but... Some highlights. It's I, I feel spoiled yeah. when I go to Download Festival, something yeah. like that, because it's like Rob Zombie, Marilyn Manson, Megadeth, Lamb of God on the same day. Yeah. You kidding me? Yeah. Tool, too, on yeah. the same day. But you're, you're right. And then... Yeah, but Chicago Open Air was good when they had, there there wasn't going to be one this year even without COVID. But. Yeah, they're they're losing money. Yeah, they they took yeah. a gap year and then they did a two day instead of a three day. Yeah. And it wasn't as good. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. They're losing money, but still, it was fun time. Like, it was good shows. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was Sonic Temple was my number one. So cool. sucks. All right, uh, pick of the week. Yeah, pick of the week. Let's do it. Pick of the week. Uh, my this week's pick of the week is Nightmare Logic by Power Trip in honor of Riley Gale. Uh, check it out if you want to. Definitely check it out. Yep. It's, it's a killer album, obviously. So, I mean, yeah, so unfortunately, sticking with the topic of 2020 deaths, uh, my pick of the week is, uh, got it. 
I've been doing it. I recommend you and everyone to do it. Just go back and listen to some Van Halen. I mean, mm-hmm. people call him one of the best guitar players ever for a reason. I mean, he yeah. he truly was. If you're going to listen to one album, their self-titled debuts, like, the obvious choice. Mm-hmm. But for the sake of this show, Van Halen 2. Their second album is the most metal, in my, my opinion. Mm-hmm. Each song is a certified banger. Goes hard. Like, they're the kings of party metal for a reason. There you and go. That album really shows it. Yeah. So. My roommate, when, uh, when he found out that uh, Eddie died, he listened to Van Halen's whole like thing all yeah, day. That's so, what I'm doing. Yeah. If you're a fan, go, definitely go and check that out. Yep. Trivia question of the week. Go ahead. All right. So the one I wrote for you. Mm-hmm. Dave Mustaine is officially credited for co-writing six Metallica songs. Sure. What are they? Hold on. Can't look it up. Dude. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, Four Horsemen. That's one. Yes. Uh, Metal Militia. That is one. Um. Seek and Destroy. No. I'm not gonna follow you for wrong answers. Just if you name the six, I'll give it to you. So okay, that's two. I'm blanking on the whole the track list. Dude, kill them all. That's the album that got you into metal, bro. You should know. I know, it. I know. Okay, Damn, I got dude. two. Disappointed. Uh, <laughs> I got nothing. I'm blanking right now. Tell me. I'll, I'll help you out and say that uh, there's two from my favorite Metallica album, which is Ride the two? Lightning. Two from Ride the Lightning. For whom the bell tolls? No. That was a terrible guess. <laughs> Uh, Creeping Death. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I haven't listened to these albums in like I know you so haven't. long because I listened to the sh- I listened to the shit out of them and I just didn't touch them since. That's fair. I have, but you know, like I haven't like religiously listened to them. Right. I know what you mean. I I didn't think it was gonna be this hard for you. <sighs> Go ahead. Tell me. I mean, we're we're only doing this for bragging rights. Not True. like this this is life or death. True. But yeah, you said the Four Horsemen. You said Metal Militia. Both right. Yeah. Jump in the fire. Ah. Uh, yeah. Phantom Lord. Really? I would not have guessed yeah. that. Sleeper song. It me. is a sleeper for sure. Um, and then title track, Ride the Lightning. Okay. And then the epic Call of Cthulhu. Very great. Yeah. Great. He, he co-wrote all those songs. He claims that he's done more. Uh, yeah. Mars has claimed he hasn't. So yeah. that's the ongoing debate. I would, I would suggest, I would, see, I think that he probably has done more because just the way that the guitar tones and the riffs, not the tone, the, uh, the riffs sound, it sounds like he influenced, especially Kill em All a lot. Oh, Kill em All. Seek and Destroy sure. sounds like a Dave Mustaine yeah, song. Yeah, it's punk as hell. It is. Yeah. And you, you can just tell by the way that he like kind of transitions between the riffs. It sounds like what something he'd write. Yeah. I'll, I'll do my trivia. Yeah. Uh, right. Who was Slipknot's? First lead singer. I hate you. It's Anders Kolsafini or How something the f- like you know that. How the f*** did you listen to Mate Feed Kill Repeat? I've listened to that maybe once. And you still know it? Yeah. The lead singer's name? Dude, they're my favorite band. It's my duty to know Yeah, that. but you don't even <laughs> like that that mixtape, that album. It's It's got its value. It's obviously doesn't stack up to the rest. It's a demo. Slipknot is just a cover band for Slipknot. The mate feed kill repeat era. Slipknot is a cover band for Slipknot. Corey Taylor covers like word for word a lot of the songs that Anders Kolsafini 
No, yeah, there's there's Dude. songs on Made Feet Kill Repeat that turned into other yeah. Slipknot songs. Yeah. So, I mean... It, it, it's kind were... of trippy when you think about like their history. I know. In that sense. I mean, that came out four years before the debut, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, what were they doing in that four years? You uh, know? Yeah, like, I don't know. Looking for Corey Taylor, I, I guess. guess. so. He was, he was the difference maker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, we'll do... Uh, so, I, I win trivia this week. Just, sure. Just so the record shows. Sure, sure, whatever. <laughs> All right, All right, I'll give you a, a redemption. Who was Metallica's first bassist? Uh, no. I don't know. His name was Ron McGovney. I had no idea. Who, yeah. I have no idea who that man is. <laughs> all right, I just, I just wanted to. So, I, I made you look worse. I'm sorry. You're good. I'll cut this out. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Another segment we have, or we're going to have is uh, something called One Hot Minute, where we have a minute or so to, to rant, talk about whatever we want to talk about. Um, yeah. And I guess this week I just want to like lay the ground rules for the the goals that I want to have for us doing this going forward, um, and just so the audience understands what my viewpoint is trying to explain and talk about all the stuff that we're talking about. The biggest thing to me that I think is really overlooked with metal is people don't understand the context of it nowadays because there was a time where back in the 80s where metal was like the most popular thing like maybe not the most popular but you, you get what I'm saying like yeah all over MTV all over the charts stuff like that and I just want to explain how the context of bands and albums and songs like for example Sticking with the 80s, Metallica was kind of the band, the metal band of the 80s. At least when I think of the 80s, that's the metal band I think about. And mm -hmm. what I don't think people understand nowadays, this is just an example, but at the time Metallica came out, they were the heaviest thing to come out Like at yeah. that time. People just didn't expect it, weren't ready for that kind of thing. Now looking back, it's easy to say, oh, that stuff's not that heavy. But you got to think about it in the context of that time period. And that's what I'm trying to explain when I talk about stuff like this like I still think Domination by Pantera is like the single heaviest moment in metal and that came out 30 years ago so looking the heaviest moment in metal that breakdown is the heaviest thing and I'm glad you're saying this because looking back at it 30 years later it's like it's not that heavy even though it is because it came out at that time you know so fair, fair. I just want to make metal relevant make it more relevant because i feel like it's not really much in the mainstream anymore and i think that's okay i mean i'm i like underground yeah stuff which is obviously cool but yeah i just want to make it relevant you want to give you want to give metal it's just deserve rights yes and pre and therefore like preserve its legacy there you go. in a way so mm -hmm. yep that's my one hot minute all right my one hot minute is responding to brendan's one hot minute okay uh, I agree with you uh, on that. And I think that the way that metal is mainstream now is not the way that it wants to be. Yeah, no. It's, you know, you go to PacSun and you go to Zoomies and you see a Metallica shirt. Yeah. You see a Sublime shirt. Sublime isn't even metal, but I f***ing love them. Yeah. So Every, yeah, you, go to, awesome. you go to Zoomies and you see a Metallica shirt for $50. With, and then you go and you see like a Slayer shirt or a Megadeth shirt and a Marilyn Manson shirt at Hot Topic and a Slipknot shirt at Hot Topic. These are all, you know, regular um, 
regularly stocked merchandise at these stores. Mm-hmm. And it's like the, the people that you see wearing these shirts don't even know. Don't even know. They just like it because it's goth and cool, and that's what's cool right now. <laughs> yeah. But they it's bullshit. They don't. Yeah, it's bullshit. They don't even know about the history or the. I sound so elitist right now. I'm gonna cut that. Sounds what? It's not, that sounds so elitist. What I just said. They they wear these bands and they don't listen to them. Yeah. Which is fine. It's just a shirt, right? Like, it's fashion. But to us. To us, it's like. That's you're wearing our uniform, <laughs> but you're not part of our yeah. team. We sound so know? pretentious, but it's. True. I don't give a. F- Dude. Like, I've I've been in public where I've I've literally said to someone, oh, like, not even trying to be a dick. Like, yeah, same. What's your favorite Metallica album? Yeah, I have no idea. I enter Sandman. Yeah, or they'll be like, no. Who, who's Metallica? <laughs> yeah, like, get the yeah, f- out of here. It's uh, it's almost disrespectful, um, in my eyes. It is. You're, you're borrowing from a culture. See, it's not. It's I don't want to say that. You're it's borrowing not from an appropriation. You know, like, it, you're borrowing from an art. And you're not giving the respect that it deserves. Yeah. You're just, uh, you're stealing the, the, the pedantry of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, metal is all about counterculture. It's about being different. It's about being unique. And when you take that and make it mainstream and make it cool to look that way, but not really uh, live that kind of, or not really uh, live that ideal, it's, it's, uh, it goes against what it stands for. I'm terrible at explaining things. No, you're making total sense to me because I get it, you know? <laughs> like, we've, we've been through it. Yeah. Uh, what else was I going to say? I don't want to make me- metal mainstream. I want metal to be more underground. That's fair. I want less people to listen to metal. Yeah, I'm not talking about... <laughs> I'm not talking about mainstream. I'm just talking about relevance. Relevant. Like... It, it is relevant in, it, it, in like, it hip-hop. Like, yeah. the, like, Lil Peep. Yeah. Ghost Main, Suicide Boys, these are all guys that take influence from and they're, metal. They're underground rappers. And they're underground is, rappers, and cool. they, they, they mix it around, uh, and it's cool. They scream and shit. Yeah. Um, that's one way that metal is still relevant. They have the aesthetic of the yeah. the metal uh, kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's it for this week's episode. Uh, if you've listened this far, thank you so much. Uh, like I said, this is we're still feeling out the episode. Or yeah. the we're we're still feeling out the structure of the how the show will go. Getting the hang of it. Yeah, next week will likely be way more cohesive and different. Yeah, um, it's a pilot for a reason. Yeah, we're both video guys, so um, you know we're obviously going to work on the camera angles and the lighting and all that. Uh, get that get, get as much production value. Uh, put as much production value into it as we can for you guys. We're gonna aim to have a new episode each week. Um, different yeah. topic each week. Different topic. Uh, yeah, we're, we're going to play around with the structure a little bit. It, we wanted it to be uh, pretty structured and segmented and, you know, have uh, so you know e- what to expect each week and when it'll be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, and in the meantime, you can always tune in to the Hours of Power on Impact 88.9 FM every Thursday from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. That's our uh, weekly, Com- not ours, but it's the station's uh, weekly metal show, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, so. our companion show. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll do an episode with them. Yeah. Uh, we're definitely going to have them as guests at some point. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, and then, yeah, we'll see you all next week. Peace. Metal!